So would you watch the debate? If in the 7th District, Congressman Andre Carson engaged a debate with Republican candidate Angela Gabrowski, would you watch? Is it something that WIBC could host, or would WIBC have to be out of that picture and somebody else would have to host? Uh, The question is, is there real desire for this? And if you answer yes, well, most people want debates. They like to hear the candidates go back and forth, usually in a way that actually answers their questions. So what if one of the candidates says no? Tony Katz, guys, great to be with you. Angela Gabrowski joins us right now. She is running for Congress as a Republican in the 7th District. The website, AngelaForIndiana.com. AngelaForIndiana.com. You know her story. Born in Odessa, that is Ukraine at the time, part of the Soviet Union. Uh, Made her way to the United States and built her business and her family from there. Now running for Congress. Uh, Angela, good to be with you. Are, are you saying that you've asked Congressman Carson for a debate and he's turned you down? Or are you just putting out into the world that you would like to have a debate with him? Good morning. Yes, we're putting it out into the world. We've reached out to pretty much all of the TV stations, radio stations, uh, and uh, we're waiting So I'm hoping that within the next week or so, we're going to know what the desire from the TV stations uh, to broadcast the debate and what his desire is. He's never done a debate. Uh, So we'll see what he's going to come up with. I think people in the 7th District uh, need to know that they have a choice. Uh, and he refused debates in the past with people who were running against him uh, because he doesn't want to give them uh, any time uh, to talk to the constituents in the 7th District. I don't know if he wants to bring his uh, record up, because I definitely will. But so when when people don't engage in debates, when you're, when you're Congressman Andre Carson, uh, they take a look at, at the uh, voting rolls. They take a look at where those registrations are. They see the massive advantage uh, that they have in that. And they say a, a debate is, isn't uh, uh, necessary because it's not like I have to convince anybody. Only bad things can happen in a, in a debate. I don't need uh, any, any part of this. So one has to make the assumption that based on the standard politics of the game, he would say no. How do you go about running a race against him when he won't talk to you? Uh, I would do the debates without him. So he's invited to all of the debates, but I will still get my message out. He's been writing on his grandmother's name for the last 14 years. Uh, I think, again, the numbers that we see right now, we are uh, really getting a momentum. There are a lot of people beginning to understand uh, that his record in Congress amounts to basically nothing. He has not passed one significant bill. Uh, And their situations in the last 14 years are getting worse and not getting better. When I go and meet with people in all of the communities that I didn't even know existed, Tony, um, inner city communities, 
uh, all I hear from them is, okay, we have a food desert, we have banking desert, we have housing desert, we have a political desert. Those are the four deserts that people are talking about. It's like living in Sahara. Uh, no message is being related to the people in the 7th District. Democrats are doing everything in their power to prevent me and everybody else in the Marion County who's running in the, on the Republican ticket uh, to talk about us, our stories, our values, and what we're trying to bring to the district. So people are suffering, and he needs to answer. He is voting with Biden 100% at the time, uh, he is uh, basically taking the voice of the Washington, D.C. and shoving it down the throat of everybody who lives in the seventh. And what I want to do is to take their voice and take it to Washington. It hasn't been done in 14 years. So I think people are beginning to see that enough is enough, and it doesn't matter what you have behind your name, whether it's a D or an R, you need to have a person who has a common sense and who would stand for the interest of the people. Uh, Carson has not been doing it, and it's not just my opinion, it's the opinion of everybody else that I am talking to. So there are some people who, uh, of course, you know, they, they vote for Democrats because their mothers and fathers voted for Democrats. But this is not the same uh, Democrat party. This is not a JFK party. He would have been a Republican by now. But that, now that, that argument is, is certainly an interesting one. Talking to Andrew Grabowski, as she is the Republican candidate for Congress in the 7th District, Angela for Indiana.com, uh, that this is not the Democratic Party of, of JFK. That, that, that argument has been made. But you can't necessarily argue that it's not the Democratic Party of Marion County or of the the 7th District. So if you were engaged in a debate with Congressman Andre Carson, give me your first two subjects. What are the two subjects you absolutely want to talk with him about so the voters can see the clear difference between you and the current congressman? The clear difference, number one, I think, is going to be public safety. Look what's happening in the Marion County. Uh, Indianapolis now is the second in the amount of murders in the country per capita. Uh, last year was horrible for Indianapolis, 271 murders, 76 murders already here. 76 children have been murdered. So all of the mothers and grandmothers and, and fathers, everybody in the Marin, in Indianapolis, they want to make sure that public safety is there, that are not afraid to send their kids to school or leave them outside of their houses and then come and see them shot. And of course, policies that are coming from Washington and of course, the local policies that are following the Washington policies with no bail, low bail. Let's think about perpetrators and criminals first before we think about victims. This would be the conversation number one. We need to get those criminals off the streets because businesses are not coming into the center township. They're not coming to Marion County because of the public safety concerns. So the second one, I think it would be talking about the economy, talking about the inflation. Inflation is the highest in the last 40 years. What caused the inflation? People, I don't believe, understand that all the money that have been printed and all of the bills that Carson has voted for that allowed extra $2 trillion in 
um, money being distributed uh, last year. And then, again, listen, what's happening right now, all of this $10,000, $20,000 for student loans. Uh, I came from the communist country, right? And I was talking to my husband yesterday, and I said, you know, I, I don't understand the system now in the United States. I really don't. In 1917, in the Russian Revolution, it, the masses wanted to take the wealth from uh, the rich and give it to the poor. We know wh how it's all ended up. But here we're taking from the poor and give it to the rich. So it, it's not communism. It's not – I don't know what it is, right? It's just pure uh, stupidity. And as everybody's saying, he's bribing voters to get the votes. I thought that we lived in the most corrupt society, and I wanted to come to the state so my children don't experience this. But uh, th this is not just becoming USSR. It's, it's already there. So when it comes to the uh, student loan uh, bailout or handout, however people want to describe it, you, uh, Andrew Gabrowski, a candidate uh, for Congress in the 7th District, Republican, you, you oppose this. You, you think this is bad move from the Biden administration. It's not just bad. It's unfair. It's unfair to anybody who didn't go to college. It's unfair to me who went to college, who got bachelor's degree, who got master's degree, who paid for myself. I paid for my children. You know, we didn't have uh, a luxurious lifestyle because we knew that at one point we had $250,000 worth of student loans for the children and myself that have to be paid off. So we live below our means so we can pay off the loans. This is a contract, a contract between me and whoever's giving me the loan. Somebody has to pay it. If I don't pay, then whoever gave me the loan will pay. How is it fair to them? fairness, equality, this is what we were looking for when we came to the United States. How is it being fair? Uh, so, you know, it, it's a long conversation, and as you can see, I'm very hot on the, to on the topic uh, because there is definitely no fairness to anybody who sacrificed, who saved their money, who paid back the loans. And there is no fairness to people who decided not to take the loan and have that burden for 25, 30 years. Uh, who are we giving uh, the money to? People who are making $125,000 a year, 10000 uh, this is, first of all, it's pittance in comparison to the loans that people are taking. Uh, the, the least, I think IU right now is 100000 for uh, four years, if, if not more. So uh, 10000 are not going to help. If they wanted to help, they could have maybe decreased the interest rate, right? Uh, they could have postponed charging the interest, but they should not postpone and defer the payment of the loans. This is $300 billion. That, who's going to pay these loans? Again, it's, it's us. 